When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No panic, relax. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The Spartans have beaten Michigan again. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. That's a jet touchdown. Tyler Croft all alone. Mike White finds him to the go-ahead score. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. Senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer. ESPN college football analyst, Ryan Leaf. Plus, your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. My gosh, is there an incredible amount of football to talk about right now over the next three hours. And obviously, the World Series is going on, despite the Braves hitting a grand slam to start off Game 5 last night. The NBA season is now entering... Uh, it's a second month uh, with this uh, happy November, I guess, to everybody right here. Yeah, let's go. Calendar month of November begins today. Good to see you, Christopher hey, Brockman. How you, are you over there? Well, well, Jason Feller sitting in for Mike Del Tufo. How are you? And then uh, TJ Jefferson, he's got it all set up. I knew he just wants to dominate the start of this program because <laughs> he's got his Cowboys ski cap on he's got how about them cowboys he's what is that you got a you got a you got a, a flag also right up there he only has two hands uh, you, know. <laughs> you know why not sir uh, and breaking news absolutely all over the lot we are keeping our eye peeled for any trade involving deshaun watson as uh we have just a hair over 24 hours until the nfl 2021 trade deadline strikes the proverbial midnight. It's really four in the afternoon Eastern time tomorrow. Um, And uh, now you've got another team that could be potentially just swooping in if they so choose to try and mess with whatever plans the Dolphins might be having for the uh, the uh, uh, plans for for going from getting to Sean Watson. Is it entirely possible the Saints could make some sort of a late charge because of the fact that Jameis Winston appears to have suffered a season-ending injury. Could the Tennessee Titans now be all in on whatever running back trade market might actually exist? I don't know if one does. There's actual free agents sitting at home, as always, because as Adam Schefter tweeted out and uh, my colleague from the NFL media group, uh, Ian Rappaport, tweeted out, it looks like yesterday in the season altering win for the Titans because I believe the AFC South is essentially sewn up through eight weeks of play in that division. The Tennessee Titans in sweeping the Indianapolis Colts despite falling down by two touchdowns, 14 to nothing, and then forcing overtime and winning in overtime. Despite all of that, it looks like they might have lost Derrick Henry for the season. The diminisher. Yeah. Suffering, according to Adam Schefter, a potentially season-ending foot injury 
Jay Glazer of Fox Sports, our buddy Glaze reporting. It's what, a fifth metatarsal? Broken yeah. bone in his yep. fifth metatarsal? Yep. Awaiting MRI results today to confirm. I don't I don't know anything about bones, okay? I was terrible at biology. I was terrible at all that stuff. Just the word metatarsal just makes me cringe. The only thing we you know, know about bones, Rich, is that know. we love David Boreanaz. Hey, now. That's good. Hey. Well done. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> Didn't expect the David Boreanaz uh, uh, mention. Our friend from uh, from uh, back in the day, Bones. And now uh, he's a diehard Eagles fan, as we know. And the Eagles came up with a big win yesterday. But um, so much happening. So much happening. Albert Breer will be joining us at the top of hour number two. I wanted to place him in the middle of the show to give an extra hour of, of uh, maneuverability. Week 8, though, the Week 8 Sunday. Week 8 Sunday headline on Halloween was Attack of the Killer Backups. <laughs> That's what that one was. Four backup quarterbacks came up with the dub yesterday. Four of them. And Gino, I guess, you know, had a little bit more runway because he's been in for the injured Russell Wilson for a couple of weeks now. But others that had to turn to quarterbacks making first career starts yesterday or action that they did not see coming yesterday. And they all came up with wins. And Geno came up with a dub for Seattle that, boy, did they need. If they were going to lose to Jacksonville at home, going into a bye to fall to two and six in that division, in this conference, in the NFC, where all the best records entering week eight resided in the NFL. That would have been a wrap on this season. It wouldn't have mattered how many pins are getting removed from the uh, finger of <laughs> Russell Wilson this week or not. That would have been it. And they needed that W, and Geno found Lockett and found DK and – you know, obviously Seahawk fans will be like, that's about a week too, too late, but <laughs> it's enough. It's, it's good enough. Three and five, going to a bye, get healthy. Russ, get back, hopefully in time for that week 10 game against Green Bay where the season will potentially be on the line, despite this being the longest season ever. And then I will say this. Um, didn't see this one coming. As you know, it was at this point last week I came on this show and I mentioned it was the lowest point, period, for the Jets that I've seen in forever and a day, if not ever, for the Jets. To be given up a 50-burger against the Patriots. First 50-burger since the Rich Kotite era and our buddy actor Bobby Cannavale coined the phrase on our, on our podcast back in the media group days, the NFL media group days, 10 years ago, to describe just how bad things can get for the Jets. Co-tidy bad. Co-tidy bad. You're not fully bad unless you're co-tidy bad. And that's what the Jets were <laughs> last week, giving up 50 to the Patriots, coming off a bye, Zach Wilson getting hurt, Mike White coming in and looking lost. And then comes yesterday. And what did I say last week? Christopher, when I said that the Jets were at the low point, maybe ever, I said, and I used as an example, 
as to how this doesn't mean it can't ever happen, that you can't just say jet gonna jet because the Bengals are no longer going to bangle. Or proved when they went to Baltimore the previous week that they're not the same old bungles because they got Burrow and they got Chase Chase and they got Mixon and they got Higgins and Boyd and they all showed up yesterday and Mike White joins Cam Newton as the only players in the history of the National Football League to throw for 400 yards in their first career start. Number five in your program, number one in your heart, New York Jet, Mike White. Come on. And number one on your quarterback depth chart now, hey. too, Rich. Hey. And, I, and I know you hey. guys are going to start hey. trolling hey. on me. Hey. Not trolling, I know baby. you're going to start troll? trolling on me. Are you getting your kids Mike White jerseys for Hanukkah? You know what? I am going to... St- show them What's this the i'm going to show them this just to remind them that zach wilson used to play for the Jets. excuse me <laughs> <laughs> laugh all you want laugh all you want because no i'm happy for you you finally got no, a quarterback no i'm happy uh, for you ta- no it's been 50 years since joe namath jets have a quarterback i was happy for you all game yesterday trust me i was like because you were using the Jets as inspiration for your own damn situation. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Like I want it's true, but I was still rooting for you. I want you to be happy, and Mike White brings you such Shut joy up. and happiness. <laughs> okay. The bottom line is Zach Wilson can maybe look at this and say this is the way the offense should look. And I know oh, yeah. I'm not gonna go here and say that this is the most jet thing that their backup quarterback that everyone was wondering, including me, why is he even there? Where's the veteran to teach Zach how to do it? Why mm-hmm. are we starting from square one if Zach's out? Right. Yeah. Well, square one was looking pretty damn good, and maybe Zach can look at this kid and say, that's the way it should look. And I will not sit here and say, it's the most jet thing to have a backup quarterback in his first career start do something that Zach Wilson can't even do. Because to me... The way it looks to me is that they have the right coaches there. They coached the kid up. They got him ready. They didn't pack it up when the Bengals started scoring points Mm -hmm. because White turned it over a couple of times. And when they were down two scores, they didn't give up in the second half after getting boat raced by the Patriots the previous week. I will say, yes, there are some positives, even though it wasn't Zach Wilson. Then you've got Trevor Simeon, <laughs> former Jet, <laughs> former like Geno Smith. Hey, man, it's looking good. And Trevor Simeon comes in for Saints team that needed this dub against the Bucks to prove that everything isn't amazing. <laughs> that a team needs something to prove after their. Town is once again almost blown off the map by Mother Nature, forcing them to leave their town for a month. We had Demario Davis on. He's got babies at home, little kids at home, babies at home, infants at home. That's just probably one of many Saints players that had to go live in Texas and then play their first game in Jacksonville. And we're like, you have something to prove. Well, I'll tell you this. In the same way that we're talking about backups seizing the moment. 
Football, man, can be so damn cruel. Jameis Winston with one of the best opportunities in the National Football League for anybody that's traded teams or has been forced to trade teams because the team has moved on in another direction and that team is finally now in his house with him getting the start for a team that is four and two with an opportunity to beat his former team and the way he leaves the game is on his own shield in the form of a cart. So friggin' depressing yeah. and saddening, and I just send everybody's best here to Jameis Winston. He so does not deserve this. How hard has this guy worked to get back to this point, to get this opportunity to be there for his team, the leadership that he was showing after they beat the Packers in Jacksonville. He's the one who steps to the microphone and speaks for his teammates first. He's a quarterback talking about the city. They were playing for the city. I mean, he was owning his leadership role, growing into it, and then the football gods sent him out on a cart. And we're waiting to hear the news that I think we're all expecting to hear. But Trevor Simeon, man, especially when crazy stuff is happening, like the defense is forcing fumbles and it winds up as a safety for them, right? And, and Brady takes that safety and starts using it as momentum and, and then takes the lead again? How many people thought when the Bucks took the lead late, oh, yeah, Simeon's just going to take this down a, down a field? And end the game. No. <laughs> or put, or hold on a minute, the defense, as we know, ended the game. But leave Brady with hardly, you know, with enough time, I should say that, enough time, some interesting play calls by Sean Payton in that red zone, throwing it around as opposed to running it to have Arians burn the remaining timeouts. But that's what, that's what Payton does, man. He risks it, just like we hear about the risk, no risk it, no biscuit from Arians. He just puts it out there, pedal the metal, full of adrenaline, full of aggressive play calling, and I'll just leave it up to the defense to stop Tom Brady with two timeouts and uh, and the field to go. And they picked him off and ended it. But Simeon with that drive to put the uh, Saints up, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Now then, let's get to the Dallas Cowboys, shall we? <laughs> We had our fun here last week, even though it's obviously not a lot of fun, but we were talking just trying to get you riled up, T.J. Jefferson, Rich Eisen Show resident Dallas Cowboy fan, all riled up in the fact that Dak's calf would not be able to support him to play in this Sunday Night Football game. We were also having our fun wondering if NBC could flex out, you know, in between, you know, 7 and 7.30 p.m. on a Sunday night <laughs> Eastern time or flex out in between quarters one and two. And I did was, not take the cheese. But we did not see coming the theme of week eight Sunday, which is Halloween 2021, attack of the killer backups. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming, yeah. did we? And so already the table being set by Mike White of the Jets and Geno Smith of the Seahawks and Trevor Simeon, who had to come in in the middle of a game and beat back the Bucks for the Saints. Did not see that as the table set for Cooper Rush getting the start and throwing for 325 yards, including the game-winning score to Amari Cooper. Cooper to Cooper. Amari Cooper to Rush. To win it 
for the Dallas Cowboys. Now then, got to give it up to everybody involved. Got to give it up to Dak for potentially telling his his coaching staff during that vaunted warm-up that we were all talking about on Friday, and then that was what we were talking about on game day morning all Sunday on our show, which is he's going to give it a go. And I don't know how that went, but if Dak even turned to his uh, coaching staff and was honest, yeah, it's not 100%. And kudos to the coaching staff, the medical staff, for allowing him to give it a go, which was a risk. Even Collinsworth said, Mooch said it on Sunday game day morning, Collinsworth said in the game he could have gotten hurt during that warm-up. But guess what? Things, I know many of America, much of America, if not half of America, doesn't want to hear this. Things are breaking the Dallas Cowboys way. Because luck, if you want to call it that, is the residue of design. And this team is designed to win a championship in 2021. I said it a few weeks ago. After they beat the Chargers here in Los Angeles, after they beat the New England Patriots in New England. I said it before. I'll say it again. The Dallas Cowboys are built to win the Super Bowl this year and are a bona fide threat to win the Super Bowl this year. The Packers have one loss. The Cardinals have one loss. The Rams have one loss. They all are 7-1 and one and a half game right behind them because they've already been on their bye week is now the Dallas Cowboys at 6-1 and one and the usual stuff that takes them down is some sort of coaching problem, whether in the game, leading to the game, scheming for the game. Last night against the Minnesota Vikings, that wasn't the problem. It wasn't a problem. The other problem that usually happens is the backup can't do it. That didn't happen. Sometimes the problem is the offensive line gets banged up. Tyron Smith was out and Cooper Rush still stood back there and stayed in there. Made his mistakes, sure. There was even a sack force fumble because Pollard didn't pick up a blitz. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys picked him up every time on defense because they are built to win. That depth chart has been tested more than any team, it seems. Everybody's got their injuries. The Cowboys' depth chart has been tested. Tank Lawrence has been out for over a month, and they're getting pressure on Kirk Cousins. Back end, front end, running game, Zeke and Pollard, name me two on the same team better than that. Passing game, Cooper, Lamb, Wilson, who ran one right up the gut on a beautiful throw and schemed pass and execution by quarterback and wide receiver. Timeout by Mike McCarthy when Randy Gregory was off the field towards the end of the game. Burn the timeout. Get your guy back on the field. Like, it's situationally smart. How many times do you talk about that, about Dallas Cowboys coaching staff when the game's on the line? Cooper Rush was prepared. He was coached up. Kellen Moore got him ready. McCarthy, what he's doing, we don't know. Behind the scenes, but he's the CEO of this, man. Quinn is dialing it up on defense, more on offense. Can Zerline have a clean game kicking? That would be nice, but outside of all of it, 
Last night's the games the Dallas Cowboys supposed to lose. And they didn't. And they were getting some adversity in the game. They lost the lead late. And Cooper Rush drove them down the field. And they didn't set up for a field goal. They jammed it in the end zone. To a wide receiver who's using a Theragun and a tennis ball. <laughs> during that drive. Yes. <laughs> this is what normally takes the Cowboys down. Nope. Not this week, and apparently not this year. And the East is done, too. You can rack up the AFC South, and you can chuck up the NFC East, and pretty much, thanks to the Cowboys' win last night, you could you could just you could put the NFC North on the board, too. Longest season ever, three of the eight divisions are, to use the, uh, the phrase here in Los Angeles, for many, many years, it's uh, the, the Jello's jiggling. <laughs> put it in the, put it in, put it in the freezer, put it in, put it in the ice box. Jello's jiggling. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. That's the, one of the most famous Chick Hearn phrases here in Los Angeles, California. No, oh, yeah. are you guys didn't know that? No, never. Jello's heard. jiggling. Never heard. Never no. heard before. No. But anyway, so that's my uh, overarching look at week eight on this Sunday. And we didn't even hit the Patriots winning here in Los Angeles. Didn't even touch on that W or the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers went into Cleveland and won that football game despite the worst fake field goal in the history <laughs> of fake field goals. We'll discuss all of that and maybe help you Cleveland Browns fans off the ledge. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. What are the Tennessee Titans going to do with the diminisher out potentially for the season? That is something we will talk to Albert Breer about. The Deshaun Watson trade market, what might that possibly be as we're talking right now? Hour number three, Cam Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers will join us fresh off of beating the Cleveland Browns. Also, Ryan Leaf will join us. Ryan has the call of Titans-Rams Sunday Night Football on Westwood One. Hey, far Isn't out. that cool? Wow. That's awesome. So Ryan will be calling in, and he will not only talk about what it's like to be a backup quarterback and have to prepare and then get in a game, but with Calvin Ridley saying he needs to take time away from football for the second time this season, this one for an indefinite period of time to work on his mental health, Ryan is what we would call a wheelhouse guest in hour number three of this program. Let's take a break. Phone lo- phone lines are lit. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on NBC Sports on Peacock, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and this Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Network. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. So we've got uh, Cam Hayward joining us in hour number three from the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, that Steelers... Browns game yesterday. I lone wolf the Steelers. Part of the reason why I did that is I like what Najee Harris is doing. I think Najee Harris is changing the team. You know, I said that to Jerome Bettis last week. I said he's the most valuable Stealer and that even though there's T.J. Watt and Watt had another legendary game. <laughs> but when somebody's rushing for a th- hundred or more yards, when the Steelers are rushing for a hundred or more yards since 2018, they haven't lost a game. They've only been tied once and they've won 20 of them. And they ran for 100 yards again yesterday. Najee Harris with 91 of them. And Roethlisberger is now fine at his tight end. Pat Fryermuth had one of the best. I think all the tight ends burned themselves out on national tight ends week last week because <laughs> there weren't too many great tight ends. Uh, this Fryermuth with 44 yards in a score had one of the best tight end days of anybody at the position, fantasy-wise, I think. Whoa. Sorry, yeah. Rich. Blockbuster trade going down right now. Okay, so it involves Deshaun Watson? No, it involves Von Miller. (laughs) Wait, what? Broncos, according to Adam Schefter, one minute ago, the Broncos are finalizing a trade to send Von Miller to... The Cowboys. The Los Angeles Rams. Of course they're doing that. (laughs) In exchange for two second-day 2022 draft picks. Miller is now saying goodbye to his friends in the Broncos training facility right now. Let me just say this first. Holy smoke! Let me say this first blush. Wow! Let me say this first blush. Let me say this first blush. Okay, I will say uh, first blush. I've I've been around Les Snead. I know him. I'll just full disclosure. One of my favorite people on the planet, who I've known forever, because she was on the production side of things before getting on the air herself at ESPN is Kara Henderson. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've known her since the mid-90s. And then she was the first on-air reporter and feature reporter for NFL Network. Okay, so I, I mean, I've been there. She's married to Les. So full disclosure, he's a friend and married to one of my favorite people on the planet. I've been around Les. Um, he walks normal. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. Even though there are church bells involved. Okay. 
This guy <laughs> is so amazing at what he does and is so aggressive. And I, I say, how many times do I say this on the air on the show? And I will be consistent. I say it when I'm talking about the Packers. What are you thinking when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, right? I've been saying that for a while. You take a look at what the Bucs are doing right now with Tom Brady. You win when you can, and you back up your aggressive maneuvers with aggressive maneuvers on top of it. Certainly if two second day, you said? Draft two choices? second day picks okay. in 2022. So that would be next year. Well, they don't have any first They don't have any first round picks, yeah. Because they gave them up for Stafford. That's and they gave them up for Jalen Ramsey. And so, all right, literally, it's not a problem to smoke them if you got them during the draft if there are two things. One, your draft room is in Malibu looking at the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect spot to do, okay? Point, I mean, but that's not a football thing. <laughs> that's, not, that's not football that's outside of football. But two, two, it does not matter if you smoke them, if you got them, in my estimation, on a Thursday and a Friday. If you got one in the case. And certainly, it does not matter after the like, Those days are going to be difficult, but you've got the backing of your owner and team president in Kroenke and in Kevin Demoff and your coach. Go for it. Certainly, if you've got to go hunt down two of the most difficult quarterbacks to go hunt down when you need to hunt them down in Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, and if Trey Lance is coming as well, you've got to beat those guys. You've got to get past those guys in your division, and then if you're lucky enough to get out of there, you got to go hunt down Aaron Rodgers as they will, for the Rams, have to hunt him down on November 28th, Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. They already have one in their back pocket in a case of a tie break. They see the Bucks in the playoffs. Now, you've got Von Miller to go with Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald. You're going to put Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the same defensive line with Jalen Ramsey in the back. In the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the way to back up the maneuvers of your aggressive maneuvers to get Jalen Ramsey and to get Matthew Stafford and to be able to still pay Aaron Donald while you can and pay Jalen Ramsey while you can and have Matthew Stafford while you have him is to go and win now. So it's a second and third round pick coming up for Von Miller. So they don't have one, two, or three. Correct. And they're good at drafting third day. Do it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Also, other big picture here, could the Broncos be loading up on draft picks for Aaron Rodgers? Or Deshaun Watson. Well, they're done with 2021, that's for sure now. They're looking over the steering wheel. Or did they get these draft choices to flip them right now to Houston? 
Oh, baby, I love being on live radio and TV when this stuff breaks. Honestly, it does not make sense in my mind to be timid. Or let's put it this way. Long-term sensible. That's probably a better way to say than timid. Because it's no reason to be, you, you can't be timid if you feel like you've got the backup of ownership to make these maneuvers. And you, it doesn't make sense. You're already, as the poker phrase is, you're pot committed mm-hmm. with the way cap works, the way that age sometimes creeps in. And you're pot committed. You're pot committed the minute they, the minute they got Jalen Ramsey, you're kind of pot committed. And then you make the aggressive maneuver to go get Matthew Stafford. You're all in. I mean, you are literally all in. And it doesn't make sense to hope that, you know, that the turn hits you as well as the flop. You make sure that you're, you're pushing chips in to use the fossil phrase. Go for it. Is, is Miller, when's his contract up? Stand by Because that would be a pretty hefty price to pay if he's walking away after this year, just to put it all in. But they're all in. Von Miller to the Rams. Good luck. Who are you going to – you double – You let's just say – I mean, who do you, you – well, you double Aaron Donald, right? I mean, you have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Von, that's an MVP of the Super Bowl or Super Bowl. That's incredible. Hold on. His Spotrek page is uh, popular at the moment. I bet. So I'm just trying to put all these together. So we got Albert Breer there. Gosh. So Deshaun Watson this, Deshaun Watson that. It's Von Miller on the move to Los Angeles. Coming here. And sorry, Ryan Tannehill. I know Von was hurt the last couple. Uh, he was hurt this week, and he, he got banged up in that in that loss on Thursday night to the Browns. But sorry, Ron Tannehill, you're first up right here with Derrick Henry out. He's coming to pin his ears back. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to blow up the B block, but... Uh... I love it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's a necessity, bro. That's what, that's what we're doing here. That's <laughs> just, you know, refreshing the old timeline and pa-pow. Yeah. I got it. You got it. Mine still. No, it's okay. Uh, just, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to see what his contract is. He had an option picked up for this year. Oh, here you go. Hold on a second. Uh, yeah, this is the last year of the contract. Okay, so I mean, you're committed. This is a very, very aggressive maneuver. Yeah. Or you just, you know, keep him. If there's anybody that will literally make sure that he can back up one aggressive maneuver by kicking it down the road and deal with it, then. Well done, Les Snead. Well done. Oh, boy. This is so much fun, this NFC West and the Rams being aggressive. They won't stop being aggressive. They're going to keep going. I do love it. I do love it. And I, I honestly, I mean, 2024, 2025 may be an issue. But who cares? Who cares? The Bucks are right now living high on the hog. Who cares? Are they sitting there, sitting there thinking of a 24 nah, and 25 nah. part? I'm sure Jason Light does, and I'm sure, you know, Les Need is still nah, mapping it out. It's not like that. that's not on a spreadsheet somewhere that he's looking at. Of course it is. But do it. 
why not? You got it right now. Just so, stay healthy. That's the, you know, knock on wood for that. So, Riz, you mentioned our friend Kara uh, Anderson, who's yeah. married to Wes. Someone tweeted at her, "Hey, yeah. I hope this isn't too awkward, but I'm in love with your husband." Yes. Uh, and and quote tweeted Adam Schefter <laughs> about the trade. Kara responded, "Well, our anniversary is tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> so, works out. <laughs> nice early present. Fantastic. <laughs> Pretty funny. All right. Phone calls, phone calls, phone calls. Oh, here we go. As part of the trade, the Broncos are paying $9 million of Vaughn's hey. remaining 9.7. So the Rams are only on the hook for 700 grand. <laughs> what is going on, on man? <laughs> what? Come on. Come on. Why worry? Why worry? Don't worry. Be happy. And that's the point of the NFL. Right now, when you're going against a Bucks team that is living for today, you better live for today. Wow. Because you're going to lose today. And it won't matter tomorrow if you lose today against a team that is literally not at all focused on anything but now. And the Packers are finally coming around to that. Took them a while. And there's a third team in right now saying, we're pushing. We're in. The Cardinals are already in. They got A.J. Green. Unfortunately, J.J. Watt is hurt. They go trade for Ertz. Yeah, they went for it. They're in. Who else is in? Your Cowboys are in. They're all in. Oh, baby. Von Miller's a ram. Good luck. Because Leonard Floyd is no wallflower, and that guy in the middle is a total pro football Hall of Fame nasty grown-ass man, and they just added Von Miller. For a two and a three, yep, without a one, got it. Sit in Malibu, smoke him if you got him. You know what you could do? You could sit back and rest your legs atop the Lombardi Trophy and smoke him, watching the sunset over the Pacific Ocean. That sounds like a, a, a nice plan <laughs> for a Thursday and a Friday night in uh, April 2022. While everybody's in Vegas, good idea, nice plan. That's, that's their plan. We'll see if it comes together like the A-team. We'll take a break. When we come back, a Jameis Winston update and uh, the elephant in the room that happened in East Lansing, Michigan. I'll give you my two cents on the Michigan-Michigan State game, which is a classic college football coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We were looking at the Rams' schedule. Would you mind putting it up again one more time, uh, Mike Hoskins, please? So you've got Baltimore Week 17. Okay, right. That's a that's one of those 17th uh, extra regular that's season ad, games in right? there. That's yeah, the ad. Yeah, yeah. You got to go to Lamar. All right, that's Vaughn now. This is why you do it. Certainly, when their offense yesterday, I was wondering, Houston. You know, at least felt good about themselves by playing that fourth quarter. I thought, you know, we were wondering, watching the games in NFL Network yesterday, if a team could actually default on the fourth quarter, just say we're done. Because Cup, Woods, Bobby, Bobby Trees, right? Daryl Henderson, they're ready. What a move. What a move. Albert Burr is going to join us in 14 minutes' time to talk about all of this. Um... Let me get to the uh, college football weekend, shall we? Let's do it. Do it. Um, So, my alma mater taking on Michigan State, Michigan versus Michigan State. First time these two teams were ever um, 7-0 against each other. It had never happened before. And last time that they were both top 10 was 63, 64, something like that. So, it's been a while. Certainly, since I started following Michigan football, when I – Got the letter of acceptance, early admission, by the way, to Michigan back in 85. My first year was 86. Jim Harbaugh was my first, co- uh, my first quarterback there. So uh, I haven't seen anything like this. And I'll be straight up here. Um, it hurts. That one hurt. That one left a mark. That one left a mark. Not like, you know, uh, a punt blowing up type mark, you know. Shocked Michigan fan meme, Mark. Hmm. Nope. But um, that kid, man, for Michigan State, I've got a story about him up here. I want to be accurate about Kenneth Walker III or Kenneth Walker V because um, to update his (laughs) Roman numerals, he scored five touchdowns on Michigan. Just amazing performance. That kid is so good and absolutely deserves to be in the Heisman Trophy conversation. Mel Tucker, the coach that was a four-hour commercial for him, and what he's built there and what, you know, other schools might want. I mean, what he's done there, it really was. And they, they took one in the chops to begin with. My school uh, went up 7 nothing, then went up 10 nothing, then went up um, 30 to 14 and couldn't hold on because Kenneth Walker couldn't be stopped and 
Michigan made too many mistakes. Too many mistakes from a third down drop up 10 nothing where they uh, where they could have oh, up 7 nothing they could have been up 14 nothing uh, penalties obviously the final mistake was the killer where JJ McCarthy their freshman quarterback was in the game and he put one on the ground actually and I thought that would be the end of him for the day after that it was in the fourth quarter I thought okay this moment might be too big right now let's get him out the ball Luckily for Michigan, rolled out of bounds. And then after Michigan, the defense made a huge three-and-out stop on Michigan State, and Michigan got the ball back up three and had the ball right around midfield, and McCarthy's out there, and we find out Cade McNamara, who had a tremendous day at quarterback. Uh, He was in the blue tent getting looked at, and McCarthy had a mesh point problem, ball on the ground, Michigan State gets it back and touchdown, and then picks off McNamara, gets back in the game. And congratulations to all my Michigan State friends. There's many of them, too many of them, to be very honest <laughs> with you. Um, and it was heartbreak, a killer. How'd I do? Uh, I think we want a little bit more. You want more? Yeah, I want more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you really feel. The Big Ten refs suck. (laughs) Let me tell you this. The Big Ten has a major problem with their officiating. I'll say it. Former NFL ref Bill Carollo, who you have a major problem on your hands. And you just say, it's a Michigan. You play better than the refs ref, which is what I've said. I got it. I got it. Now I'm just going to go in the other direction now that I went all high class. (laughs) Put them up, Hoskins. Put them up. That's uh, number 15 in your program, number one in your heart. University of Michigan uh, uh, defender getting yanked down. Keep going. Keep going. Wait, not called? Nope. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, oh here, nope. That, that's not called as Walker runs. Same guy. Runs completely free. Okay. Not called. One more. One more, Mike. Go for it. Oh, yeah, there he is again. Not called. On the same Literally being team. undressed by the Michigan State Offensive line. I'm sure we could put up stuff where Michigan's holding to all of that business. Maybe. I get it. But when the other guy runs for five touchdowns, <laughs> but it's not nearly as terrible as right before the end of the first half, where it is a sack, force fumble touchdown for the Michigan defense. Let's stop the game. Let's take a look at it. When Mike Pereira, Gus Johnson, Joel Klatt, and the rest of America say that's not enough to overturn it, right. and then the Big Ten replay officials come out and say, yeah, we're over- overturning it. So that means you're seeing something that Fox and all one million of their 4K cameras has not <laughs> captured in their game of the week. You're seeing something and piecing something together like Inspector Gadget that the rest of the country's not seeing. And you give the ball back to Michigan State. And Michigan gets the ball to start the second half. And instead of it being 27 to 14, with the whole stadium deflated, and Michigan then getting the ball to start the second half, it's now 20 to 14. Michigan got the ball in good field position, kicked a field goal. So we'll give them that, that they did get three points based out of the quality field position, had to be made to work for it. 
But the four points that the Michigan Wolverines had taken off the board. What's the final score of the game, Chris? What's the final score of that game? 37-33. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 four. That uh, happens to be four points. Mm-hmm. An abomination. And I'm telling you, all you fans out there in the Big Ten country that thinks Rich is bitching, he's moaning, <laughs> officials this, officials that, everybody's got bad officiating. That's right, because it's coming for you. <laughs> it's coming for you. Michigan State taking on Penn State, taking on Ohio State, it's coming for you. Ohio State, maybe you're impervious to it. I don't know. It's coming for you because it came from my school on Saturday it is a total abomination and I know I always get tweets Pac-12 refs hold my beer SEC refs hold my beer then maybe we need to affix this thing completely coast to coast and I think Pereira said that that might be coming good because it's too long of a day for me to sit down and cash out my entire existence to watch that. Because college football doesn't care how long the games are. They don't care. Nope. At one point, Michigan, <laughs> to, to kick that field goal at the end of the first half, yeah. Mel Tucker called back-to-back-to-back timeouts, yeah. illegal in the NFL, as you saw last night on Sunday Night Football, because Mike Zimmer got flagged for it. And a delay a game. College football, do all you want. Doesn't matter. College football, touchdown, timeout. Kickoff, timeout. It takes 15 minutes just to score a touchdown, have it reviewed, kick it off, and then get your next snap. Fix it, Big Ten, because it is a total, complete abomination. And start with the replay official that was sitting there in East Lansing where it was 5 o'clock somewhere for somebody. It doesn't make me feel better if you're one. Okay, I just check.